Hello, beloved. You are welcome to today's episode. God bless you for tuning in. Father, I thank you for your daughter and your son. Yes, they are here to receive from you today. And I thank you because you never fail. You go right into the depths of their need and you begin to settle it. Yes, God, you begin to fill them up with you and meet every need right now in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> the usurper is showing up in several ways. There's this compulsion you feel, all this external pressure you feel to do something you don't want to do. You almost feel hopeless. And in most cases of abuse, you find that you are attached to this person or you love this person so much and they make so many demands from you. Some of these demands are beyond you, but you can't even say no. That is the spirit of the usurper, and that is what is happening to so many. And the Lord wants to address it. The usurper takes things from you illegally. If you are suffering from infirmity, just when you think you're getting better, another one hits you, another one comes on you. It almost feels like this COVID, right? When this COVID started attacking people, at first it's like, okay, you have a flu or you're having the symptoms of a virus infection. But then it just keeps multiplying. Some people have gone through so much with their lungs, some people with their kidneys, and some people it just keeps getting worse and worse as the months go by. They call them the, is it the long haul? People, it is just crazy for some people. And this is how the usurper works. He just comes into your life and takes and takes and takes. And part of you is like, uh, can I keep that for myself? Can I at least have my health? Can I at least be able to keep this amount of money and take care of this need? Um, uh, can I have a break? Can I just have a break? Can I have some peace? Can it be... Be quiet today. Can you not yell at me today? Can you just allow me be someone who enjoys my life? Can you not take over my life? If you have that feeling constantly that you don't feel peaceful, that you don't feel like you're in control of your life, and there's that thing that keeps taking from you, I want you to begin to rise up right now. And table it out before the Lord. Because the Lord does not want you to be taken advantage of. The Lord does not want anyone to come steal from you. To come take your life from you. I don't care what the covenant is. Even if it's a covenant of marriage. Nobody is supposed to occupy your space beyond you being able to breathe. Nobody is supposed to have that power to control your every movement, your every moment. It is illegal. It is the spirit of the usurper. And the Lord wants to set you free from it. Amen. There's this case here in the Bible that I want us to look at. I want us to go to 1 Kings 20. I'll start from verse 1. And Barhadad the king of Edom gathered 
all his army together. And there were 32 kings with him. And horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria. And fought against it. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel. And said to him, Thus says Barhadad, Your silver and your gold are mine. And the most attractive of your wives and your children are mine also. I mean, who does that? Right? So he has this 32 kings, making them 33 kings, going into Samaria and taking hold of that entire nation. And this is how demons operate. They gather together. They get more allies. All of them are of the same spirit, the devil, their father, who was the anointed cherub at one time. He was given everything. He was the most glorious angel. Like if there was ever a thing as jealousy in the kingdom of God, then he was the one that every angel should be most jealous of. But yet that wasn't enough for him. He wanted to be God himself. And so I wanted to understand that in the demonic kingdom, that is the spirit that operates in all of them. They want to take over. They want to be lord over people's lives. They want to be that person. And if somebody is wanting to take your wives and your children, that is exactly what they want to do. They want to be you. And this is why you can't tolerate the spirit. And most of the time when this attack comes on you, it is so strong that you don't even see it sometimes. That is the spirit of the usurper. Wanting to take your entire identity and wanting what you have. You want to take a man's wives and children? What are you leaving him with? His children are going to bear your name? His wives are going to bear your name? You want to have the same intimacy that he has with his wives? And again, this is the Old Testament. So they used to have several wives. As children of the Lord, it's one man, one woman. Please. <laughs> Amen. I have to make that clear. So, because of the fear of King Barhadad, King Ahab of Israel would even allow that. He literally says in 1 Kings 20, And the king of Israel answered and said, According to your word, my Lord, O King, I am yours and all that I have. Can you imagine? This is an entire king of a nation. Just like you are a king, set apart for the Lord, even before you were formed in your mother's womb. You came here to rule, and then you notice that there's this person that has come around your life, and because you respect them, they want to just take your entire identity. They want your life. They are suffocating you. And in most cases, because you're not strong in the spirit of God, you just cower. You allow them to, to lord over you. Because they seem very overpowering, you just cower. This is what the king of Israel was saying. And then the messengers came again. That's the thing. Once you allow them, they never stop. Once you allow them, they want to take more. Remember, it's a suffocating spirit. It wants to take over your life. It wants your life. 
Some of them will call it a python spirit. And you feel that around some people, they, they just want to take over your life. You can't really feel comfortable because, you know, you say something and they'll be like, oh, me too this, me too that. And you see it. I'm, I'm not saying that it's a one or two off situation. I'm saying that when it's constant, when it's overbearing. And so you find that in verse 5 of 1 Kings 20. And the messengers came again and said, Thus says Barhadad, Although I sent to you at first, saying, You shall deliver to me your silver and your gold and your wives and your children. Yet I will send my servants to you tomorrow. So can you see that he had asked for the gold and asked for silver along with the wives and the children? And then in verse 6, he's saying that yet I will send my servants to you tomorrow. See, it's, it's constant. It's not ending. And it's quick. It's rapid. It doesn't even give you a break. And about this time, and they shall search your house and the houses of your servants. Can you imagine? They're going to search his house, the houses of his servants. And whatever pleases them, they shall take in their hands and bring back. This demonic spirits just want to take whatever pleases them from you. So if there's a continuous displeasure or unhappiness for you, that is what they want because they are happy. Because they have what you have by depleting you. Then now the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said to them, Know and see how this man seeks mischief. For he sent to me for my wives and my children and for my silver and for my gold and I denied him not. And all the elders and all the people said to him, do not hearken to him, nor consent. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus, if you have been tormented like this, if you've been suffocating like this, I want you to be able to reach out. We are Spirit Talks with Nadia are here for you. I want you to be able to send us an email, send us a text message, go to our DMs, reach out to us. Because that is your surest way of deliverance when you begin to consult with people who have the Spirit of the Lord. And in this case, this king, it got to a point where he could take it no more. And he had to reach out. If you are in an abusive relationship, reach out. Because at the end of the day, what does demon spirits want to do is take your entire life. Because if they take your life, then they don't have to keep asking you for your things, right? They will just come take your things because you're no longer alive. If you are in a relationship where your partner is cheating on you and abusing you at the same time, and sometimes the resolve is just to end your life. If you do that, then they won't continue what they're doing. But if you're able to reach out to someone and begin to have prayers and have a, a path out of that situation so that you can gain back your life, gain back your identity in God and understand that God has better plans for you. And understand that you are made for so much more. And that there's a whole group of people cheering you on to succeed. A whole kingdom of God that is cheering you on to succeed. To have a second chance in life. And I tell you, your second chance is going to be so much better. 
It's always the case. You will never lose against the enemy. If you stay the course and engage God, bring God into the equation. Scripture says that in a multitude of counselors, wisdom is not lacking. And this is what King Ahab did here. And the elders were able to advise him. Because at first when King Behadad was asking for these things, he asked for his wife, his children, his gold, his silver. He said, yes, yes, you can have them. He didn't talk to anyone. He didn't seek any counsel. So today, if you're dealing with something like this, don't just allow the usurper to keep taking from you. Begin to seek supernatural counsel. You need the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking through godly vessels to deliver you out of that situation. Because when it's just you, it feels overwhelming. And you're like, oh, I'm suffocating, I can't deal with this. Maybe if I give it to him, he, I'm going to rest. Maybe if I let him have his way, I'm going to rest. That is not the solution. It just gives them more power. The more you tolerate these things, the more you empower them. See, you do not wrestle against flesh and blood. You are wrestling against principalities and powers in high places, rulers in high places. So when these principalities and powers are using the people around you to get to you, you have to lift your voice and step out of that situation and reach out for a godly voice. Reach out for godly counsel. If you don't reach out, the rulers and the powers and the principalities will get to you. You end up hurting yourself. They will lead you to hurt yourself. So let's continue here. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you do not allow it get to that because you're so much more powerful. Because the Lord is making a way for you right now. The Lord is speaking to you right now because he loves you so much. Oh, you will never know what is on the other side if you don't step out in faith. You will never know what's on the other side if you don't step out and use your voice and find that godly counsel that you need. This is what happened to a whole king when he began to pour out what he was going through to his elders. So when the messengers departed and brought word to King Ben-Hadad, he was very upset. In verse 9, we see wherefore he said to the messengers of Barhadad, Tell my lord the king all that you did send for to your servant. At the first I will do, but this thing I cannot do. And the messengers departed and brought him word again. And Barhadad sent to him and said, The gods do so to me, and more also, if the dust of Samaria in handfuls shall suffice. For all the people who are with me. See, he's threatening the king of Israel. You know, <laughs> this is so evil right now. I want you to begin to see this. He takes 32 kings and goes to war and besieges Samaria. So the gods he believes helped him have that conquest. He's calling on them now. He's even calling on the dust of that land. You know, as they came in and trotted in and trampled upon the city and took over. He is creating a whole visual for King Ahab to see how he was going to come and conquer him. 
crazy, isn't it? Crazy how the enemy will use his forceful nature to threaten you. I decree in the mighty name of Jesus that no matter how you saw things turn out in your parents' marriage, whether your father was abusing your mother and you watched that, and that became a traumatic experience for you. And so when you begin to go through it, it's like staring up the dust of Samaria within you. It's like that dust is rising up within you and you feel stuck. You feel afraid. You feel stunned. In the mighty name of Jesus, I break you free from all those imageries that are tying you down. All those imageries that are giving the enemy legal grounds to hurt you. All those imageries that you grew up with that have made you feel so weak and powerless. Today, the Spirit of God is restoring courage to you. See, affliction will not happen the second time. I decree to you that your life is changing right now because you're rising up and you're saying no to that abuse. You're saying no to that wickedness. And the king of Israel answered and said, Let him talk. Nevertheless, the one who ties a knot is not more able than the one who cannot tie it. Hallelujah. The one who ties the knot is not more able than the one who can untie it. Do you understand what this wisdom is? Because you're so powerful to do that to generations before me. You won't do that to me because I am the one that breaks it all. I'm the one that unlocks what has been locked. I'm the one that unties what has been tied. So I am more powerful. Can you understand this? And when Behadad heard this message, he was drinking, he and the kings in the pavilions, and he said to his servants, set yourselves in array against the city. So when you rise up and you begin to take your stand, you understand that you have within you the Spirit of God who is the greater one, and you begin to challenge this opposition. Verse 13, a prophet came to Ahab and told him, have you seen all this great army? Behold, I will deliver it into your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus, God will deliver those great armies, those great opposition into your hands. You will come up on top. You are rising above them. And Ahab said, by whom? And he said to him, by the young men and the princes of the city. Then he said, who shall begin the battle? And he answered you. Hallelujah. Who shall begin the battle? You. Today I decree to you that you are the one that is bringing an end to this oppression. Today you're bringing an end to this insult upon your life. You're bringing an end to this infirmity that keeps heaping up on top of your life. You are the one that unties the knot. You are more powerful. In the mighty name of Jesus. Who will bring about this change? Who will bring about this victory? Who will bring about this deliverance? You. So son and daughter of God, rise up to your calling right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to change the situation of your life. Begin to change the story that you have known. Change your story. Because today God is giving you all it takes. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree that the entrance of this word is bringing up the reality of who you are and the truth that you are able, you are capable. You are the one who is stronger because the stronger one lives within you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Who will bring about this battle? You will bring about this battle. 
Scripture has said over and over again that you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in heavenly places. That the weapons of your warfare are not of this world, but they are mighty through God. This is what it's all about. You are in a battle and you have been given spiritual weapons in heavenly places. So rise up now, wear your armor, fight that battle because you are the one who will bring about this change. You are the one who will bring about this restoration. You are the one who will end the power of the usurper against your life. God bless you as you set forth on this journey. Begin it. In Jesus' name, amen.